All right, guys, hop in the car, headed on my way home from the gym, uh, and then I'm actually going to go work out, whether it's in my garage or it's at uh, the, the Globo gym that we take the boys to um, every once in a while. Now, uh, topic of conversation for today is going to be macronutrients. What are they and when is it necessary to count them? because I don't believe that they are necessary to count all the time. However, I do believe that they're super useful and super beneficial to use and follow. So macronutrients, start them off, what are they? So the macronutrients are the, the macros. Nope, yeah, you get what I'm picking up what I'm putting there. Uh, the, the basic building blocks of all food, everything that you intake. So you have your proteins, your fats, and your carbohydrates. Everybody's seen those big labels on uh, any type of box or back to the food box or anything like that. And that is just how, how food is broken down, basically units of measure, right, of the content that's inside of it. Now, each, each macronutrient has its own caloric load or caloric density, you should, I could say. Basically, uh, the rate at which it burns, so a calorie, everybody knows what a calorie is, or in general, people know what calories are. And in general, each one burns a different amount. So a protein burns about four calories per gram, a carbohydrate burns about four calories per gram, and a fat burns about nine calories per gram, or is worth, I'm saying burns, and I mean, what I mean by that is worth. Uh, one gram of fat equals to nine calories of, uh, calories of energy, right? So the fat, fat is the most calorically dense macronutrient there is. That's why you're not going to have nearly as many grams of those as you are going to have in your proteins or your carbohydrates, unless you're following a high fat, low carb, moderate protein diet, then that's going to be switched around a little bit. However, in general, um, if you're just following like a 40, 30, 30 spit, so 40% protein, 30% carbohydrates, 30% um, fat, or you can flip those around in very different ways, uh, you won't, you'll, you'll see that the, the grams is going to be different. So generally speaking, when you're counting calories or when you're counting macronutrients, you're going to be counting the total number of each one that you're going to be intaking. Now for different goals, you're going to have different things, but the main thing that I want to talk about today is when is it necessary to actually count your macronutrients? When is it necessary to take the time, log it into my fitness pal or my plate or carb counter, whatever may... Whatever app you decide to use is the one that you use. Whatever works best for you is the one that works best, right? But when is it time? When is it necessary to count them? Well, a couple different times. If you're stuck in a plateau, say you have been, you're trying to lose different, you're trying to lose weight or maintain or gain weight, and you are stuck somewhere, that is an opportune time to count your macronutrients, right? So say you are stuck, you, you've been steadily dropping one pound just based off of you know, eyeballing what you've been eating, not intaking too much, eating only up to 80% full um, every, you know, for every meal, having three meals a day or intermittent fasting, but you run into a little, little roadblock. At that point, I would say record your food for three days. See how much you're actually intaking and then you can adjust it from there. Another time would be if you have never done it and you're like, hey, I would like to, I'd, I'd really like to lose some weight, but I don't know, I couldn't tell you exactly what I'm eating, even if I had a food journal. Counting macros is also beneficial for just making sure that you have a food journal. The best food journals that I think though, in general, are just going to be the ones that you take a picture of. So take a picture, every time you sit down and eat something, take a picture of it. 
that could be a freaking single chocolate chip. If you put it in your face, then I want you to mark it down that you ate it. And that's how macrocountin has to go. You can't just say, oh, well, I think I ate. No, if you're going to be... If you're going to be serious about it, then you need to, you know, mark down everything they take. Okay. So if you are, if you've never done it before and you're like, all right, I want to kind of get a little bit more serious and I want to lose, lose weight or gain muscle, um, with some purpose, then I would highly recommend counting your macronutrients. Now, once again, three to three to five days is really all you need. As long as you don't vary it up too much. Now my recommendation, if you're gonna if you're gonna count your macronutrients just for three to five days and then go back to just eating based off an of eyeball method, then and the eyeball method is just eyeballing it and then eating, you know, based on based off what you think and you see. Now, um, if you're going to do that, my recommendation would be start on a Thursday and count what you eat Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That'll give you the best representation of how your week actually looks. Because everybody can be super clean and minimal on the carbohydrate on the on the calories, and you know, do really good on the macros Monday through Thursday. It's Thursday into into through the weekend that really gets you in trouble. So at least if you do Thursday and Friday, you have two days of the week where you're actually working, and then Saturday Sunday are your you know you're not working days. You can see what you eat then, but then also that Monday following is really good to see how you get back on track, right? Now you'll probably find that as you go into counting macronutrients, uh, you don't eat the same things that you used to eat, or you're like, dang it, I don't want to record that, or holy smokes, that is a lot of fat. Like, I doubt anybody in here has ever, well I have, um, I doubt anybody in here besides me has weighed and measured peanut butter. Let me tell you, two tablespoons is not the same tablespoons that you, you know, scoop out the peanut butter jar and eat really quickly, right? You scoop a peanut butter, uh, a scoop of peanut butter out the peanut butter jar, and you're automatically sitting five calories or 500 calories deep, and it uh, is not beneficial, right? Now, that's going to be different if you're trying to gain weight. You need that extra caloric load to put on some size, but it's going to come, you know, that can come at a cost depending on the macronutrients that you break down. Now, another time that I'd recommend is, uh, like I said. If you've never done it and you want to try and you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to or you're trying to gain weight or you're just trying to figure out how much you've eaten or how much you eat, ideal time. But if you're really trying to dial it in and you're like, all right, I want to make some significant changes over the course of two to three months, it is time to get into macro counting, right? You need to know how much you are intaking on a daily basis for you know a month or two would not be something bad to do and a lot of people count count macronutrients and calories for much longer than that but it has to be sustainable and it cannot uh it cannot affect i'm not gonna say cannot it shouldn't the goal of it would not to be affect your mindset so much so that you develop a poor uh, relationship with food okay you need to develop a strong relationship with food because it's just utilized for fuel, and it's also uh, a, a good, healthy mental, uh, good, good, healthy way to engage with other people. But the time that you want to stop counting macronutrients is when it does become a uh, um, a mental a mental thing that you it becomes a problem, right? If you're so dialed in on your macros that you're like, oh, I can't do anything outside of blah 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 to the point where you are like almost obsessive compulsive about it that's when you may need to take a second look at do i really need to be counting macros or 
can you take a break from counting macros for two to three weeks and then go back into it? But when counting macros, a couple different ways to go about it. One recent way that I've been trying and works fantastically is uh, doing your body weight times 0.8 or one in grams of protein. Then multiplying that or dividing that by either seven or nine. And I'm, I'm gonna make another video on this. Basically, I reshaped, not a video, I'll, I'll make a podcast on this when I can actually go down the details of it. But basically, I reshaped what's called, called the Zone Diet. Zone Diet is from Dr. Barry Sears. And um, he basically broke everything into what's called blocks. So in the Zone Diet, one block equals seven grams of protein, nine grams of carbohydrates, and three grams of, of fat. So then what you do is you determine your block count for the day, multiply those blocks. So say you're a 15 block person, you'd say 15 times seven is the amount of grams of protein you're gonna eat. 15 times nine is the grams of carbohydrates and the 15 times three is the grams of fat you're gonna eat. Um, and this is based off your lean body mass and your body weight. Like well, I, I, I reshaped it and created a, a, a new formula that I like a little bit better because it emphasizes the protein intake and getting a little bit closer to the calorie goal or the caloric load goal that I, I typically would like to see. So I always err on the side of a higher protein. So uh, 0.8 to one gram per pound of body weight of protein. And then moderate on the carbohydrates and moderate on the, on, on the fats. So out of the calories, total calories, I like to do 40 to 50% protein 25 to 35% uh, carbohydrates, sometimes even 40% on the carbohydrates, and then uh, the rest, the remaining in fat. So it's 25% in carbohydrates, and I'm gonna have 35% in, in fat calories, and that's all dependent upon the person. So uh, all, all uh, nutrition is usually, is really roughly based around the person, and what you can sustainably do if you cannot sustainably count macros, then it is definitely not for you. But if you're trying to dial something in and you don't know what you're eating inside of a day, then macronutrients is definitely for you. So I hope that was helpful and you're able to help you're, you're able to figure that out. And if you want to do it, if you're looking for more information that just reach out to me uh, and uh, I'd be more than willing to help or get you set up with somebody or, you know, some kind of program that I can help you. So hope you enjoy that and uh, listen to this podcast.